This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to Taking the High Road, a special show dedicated to the trucking industry, specifically at the confluence of recruiting, retention, and compliance. In the fourth year as the host of this show, I bring over two decades of industry experience, both on the carrier side as well as the vendor side. And each week I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insight to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges. I always appreciate your feedback, good or bad. Don't forget to rate and review Taking the High Road on your preferred platform. I'd also like to thank and highlight the show's valuable sponsors. Their dedication and commitment to the industry and to the show is greatly appreciated. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of Taking the High Road or joining me for an interview, please email jeremy at takingthehighroad.com. Now, this week, I'm excited to be joined by a recruiting and retention leader who's become a great friend the past few years, Jason Douglas, Director of Retention and Recruiting with Utah-based Stokes Trucking, LLC. Great to have you on the show, Jason. Hey, Jeremy. It's uh, It's been a while since uh, I've been preparing for this, so I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, having it's me. Yeah, uh, it's my pleasure. I'm excited, too. I uh, love your passion, love your energy. I certainly want to get into your background, you know, what got you into the trucking industry. Uh, I've got to know you pretty well and, and have a unique and extremely, uh, you have a unique and extremely uh, admirable drive. And I love to talk about that. As I tell you all the time, you're a beast. We can talk about how that translates to your work uh, and your personal life as well. And uh, I'd like to share. Absolutely. Well, I also want to make sure that we we get into Stokes Trucking, you know, and, and, and talk about the inspiring work that you're doing there and how you're leveraging video to uh, resonate and attract driver applicants. And then lastly, we'll answer a question from a listener during our deeper dive segment. Does that all work for you? That sounds great, man. Sweet. All right. Well, as you probably know, I start every conversation with a book recommendation. So if you uh, happen to have one that you might be able to share with the audience, that'd be great. Yeah. I tried to decide which angle to go from and uh, the sales side of me and the discipline side of me wanted to go with good old uh, Brian Tracy. So um, he, the book is no excuses, the power of self-discipline. So anybody that's done summer sales, cold calling, they know who Brian Tracy is He's kind of a guru of that type of area. Um, and the reason why I like it so much is because it starts with self, self-discipline and uh, willpower is, is the basis of what you are. And it brings in things that are super important to me, such as integrity, um, and it all aligns together um, to connect yourself with discipline. If you don't have integrity, you're not going to hold yourself accountable, right? So um, it was a really good read or listen, as I like to listen to them. So. Well, I love that. And that actually is right up your alley in terms of like, when I think of you, I think of somebody who's got incredible self-discipline and uh, and integrity. So we'll, we'll get into some of that stuff. That's why I say you're a beast. Who... Uh, Let's, let's, by the way, I'll add that uh, book. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. I don't think I've read it. So I'll add that to my, uh, to my Goodreads. Well, well, did you know, Jeremy, what percentage of adults would you say write goals down? It's got to be small. According to the, to Brian Tracy. Yeah. 3%. Wow. So 
uh, I make, I write them up big on my mirror. I have, you know, my, my, my goals that I have, I make sure that they're, they're all in front of me and I see them and they reminded me of them because I, big, scary goals are good, no matter what they are. Well, and it keeps it in front of you, right? It keeps it in front of you and it keeps you focused. Yes. I mean, that's just, that's just good advice. And, and maybe that's a good segue into just really who is Jason Douglas and, and how did you get your start in the trucking industry? Well, uh, the Jason Douglas today is a much different Jason Douglas that started in the industry. Um, I've, I've made a huge transformation, but, uh, it started back in 2008. I worked for a, uh, plumbing supply company and I delivered plumbing supplies. So I would, uh, I'd load the trucks at night and then the next day I'd come in and deliver, you know, tub showers and class B and stuff like that. And, and what really kind of got me hooked is I, uh, there was a hierarchy. The way, the way that people treated drivers was much different than people in the office. And, and, uh, I remember as an 18 year old, 19 year old thinking, man, if I ever make it big or I get bigger, I'm going to make sure these people are treated with respect and, and there's an even playing field. And they get every, every advantage that, that people in the office do. You know, when there's lunch, nobody's left out. When there's benefits or hoodies or t-shirts, it's for everybody. You know, as far as I'm concerned, everybody that works where I work now, we're coworkers. There's, there's no hierarchy. And I think it has to be treated that way. So I went from working, uh, there for three or four years and I went straight into dispatch. I went for a, to a hundred truck fleet over the road. Uh, and I dispatched there for two years from the end of 2009 to, to 2012. Wasn't a huge fan of dispatching. <laughs> um, it's hard. It really, it's hard. It's, it's especially hard if it's not set up for you to have full control over the drivers that you're managing because somebody just sends in loads and that's all you have to choose from. And you don't, you have no say. You're just kind of a middleman in between what's coming in, load planners and the drivers. So. Um, I wanted to move up from that. And unfortunately at the time there was nowhere for me there. So, uh, I had a friend working at a place that was doing well and, and I went to work for, it's called truckers B2B and, uh, it's actually Wex, the fuel card. Um, so I went to go work for there and they had a tire program. So I cold called for two years and Jeremy, I'll tell you what, if you haven't worked retail or cold calling for two years, you need to. Um, Mike, I'm going to make sure my kids do, I'm going to make sure you've got to get the grind. You got to make 50 to 60 calls a day. You got to be able to handle rejection. You got to be able to know that it's not personal that one, you're reaching somebody at the wrong day. And sometimes you reach somebody at the right day and you make that huge sale. So, uh, the key takeaway from doing that, that type of work is, is persistence. And then from there, um, in 2014, I got a call up and they wanted me to come and recruit. And I kind of built the recruiting program, uh, from the ground up. They didn't have an applicant tracking system or really any advertising avenues in place. So I started doing that. And, uh, 2018, one of the owners retired and I took his spot at safety and continued my roles, uh, recruiting. And I oversaw three recruiters and, uh, okay not okay helped try to kind of teach them along and uh um and then in 2022 i was contacted by a third-party recruiter 
it told me that Stokes Trucking was looking for not necessarily a recruiter, but a retention guy. And uh, it took me a minute to grasp this. And I was like, well, you know, you want me to do the same thing and, and come over there and keep drivers from quitting? And they're like, yeah. So when I came and met everybody and we got on the same page, it was a no-brainer that it was a good fit for me. So um, I've been here for a year and a half. Um, I obviously still take care of the recruiting and keep the trucks full, but, uh, they, they had 36 drivers, a few empty trucks, four or five, and, uh, they were growing that year and, and I filled the trucks pretty quick. And, and now here we are with 50 drivers and growing 15% this year and a waiting list of drivers with uh 14 percent turnover that's great i want to unpack that some more when we talk about stokes but i can't help you know since we're still talking about you you like i keep saying you're a beast uh you, you know as we got to know each other and started talking about like health and fitness and that's when i realized you're on a another level um uh, i'd say rain or shine or snow <laughs> right you're getting after it yeah and so yes, i respect sir. that a ton uh i know it takes a lot of discipline and so you know just curious what what's your what's your motivation because i mean you're not talking about that when you're uh when you're talking about you know kind of your path into the trucking industry so what's your motivation to maintain that level of discipline and fitness what's your why you know um my why is i i I was getting burnout really burnout it was hard to take over safety and recruiting uh you know at one time those recruiters left so it was just me doing recruiting and safety of 100 truck fleet and all the other little hats that were inside that so i i was running still but not as much as i'd like to and i found out that i was drinking more than i wanted to on the weekends and that would bleed into the morning runs that i wanted to do on the morning bike rides so i haven't had a drink in over three years um then that brought back my running and uh I decided I wanted to do a half marathon and get into that. And I ran it in an hour and 30 minutes. And then I decided I wanted to get, see what I could really do. So I hired a coach and, uh, you know, I wake up at 3 a.m. every morning. I stretch and I start my run by 3.30 ish. If it's a lifting day, I'm at the gym at that time. And, uh, it, it becomes addicting the mentality of, of nothing can stop you or take you down. I, I feel like that. And, uh, you know, whether you hit your goals, I'm not trying to be the next, uh, Usain Bolt or anything like that. I'm trying to be the best Jason Douglas. So it, it my why is to be a better me. And in, in return, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better employee. Um, I used to be the king of procrastinating. That's almost been eliminated. It's insane. Um, you know, I've adopted the, the 10 minute rule. If I see something that I would normally procrastinate on and I can do it in 10 minutes, get it done right then. And that has just helped me immensely. So things like that, uh, that, that fitness has taught me. And I, I want to live longer. I want to be healthy. I want to, want to help people in the industry live longer and be healthy. And we'll get into that further down the road. But, uh, my wife for that is just to be a better Jason Douglas. And it, it's really brought out the best yeah, in me for sure. I love it. And, and there's a uh, quote tattooed on your side. What, what does that say? And, and what does that mean to you? 
it says uh, you can't cheat the grind. It knows uh, how much you've invested and it won't give you anything you haven't worked for, which uh, is a reminder to me in all aspects. You're not going to get have a, a good relationship with, with your spouse or with your children or with your employer or, you know, I'm not going to qualify for Boston. It, stuff just doesn't fall out of the tree. You know, I wasn't handed a silver spoon and, uh, you know, my mom wouldn't buy me Nikes. Well, not that she wouldn't, but I had a really small budget. So I started working in third, fourth grade. I started mowing lawns and I paid for, you know, the skateboards and the snowboards and the stuff that I wanted to do because I had expensive hobbies and expensive taste and clothing and this and that. So, uh, nobody's going to give you anything. You got to get out there and take it. And that's the grind. You're talking about the grind and, uh, yeah, and that that's the cold calling and the door to door sales and 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 I love it. it. It stuff that people shy down from it. You know, just by showing up in today's market, you're an okay employee. If you don't call in sick, you're 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 considered okay. Like they'll be in a meeting and they'll be like, "Oh, what about Johnson over there?" Well, he shows up every day. You're right. Let's keep him. <laughs> yeah. So we we live in a time where. You should be above the bar because the bar is set so low. People that have high expectations and high performers, it, it's ripe for the taking for us to come in and and uh, and overachieve and and show up. So let's talk. Let's uh, switching gears here. Let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, Stokes, right? Uh, can you share a bit about uh, Utah-based Stokes Trucking LLC? Yeah. So. Val Stokes was the founder here in 1979. He sits in a cubicle right next to me. It's important that we mingle with everybody as they come in. And, and the culture just really starts from the top down. There's so many things. And in the interview, that's really what they wanted me to help do it, it, for retention is create a culture where drivers want to stay. And they already had that, but they wanted, you know, as they grow, there would be more people that, uh, more personalities because we live in a, a rural rural farm area so that only goes so far right with a couple trucky companies around here so as we expand you know even i've brought on people that they're not used to and i've had to kind of bridge the gap of look this guy's a good safe driver he just talks a lot you're not used to it you know to the dispatch but uh uh there there's common ground and, and kind of work through that relationship but but as far as Stokes goes, it, the culture here is unreal. And uh, it, it's been a really good place to work. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, you're the director of retention and recruiting, and just full disclosure to the audience, you're also a customer of Driver Reach, the company I founded uh, and have been uh, for, for years. What's your philosophy when it comes to recruiting and retention? You know, um, By the way, your title is director of retention and recruiting versus the other way around. Is that intentional yeah. as a point of emphasis? It, yes, it is. Because w when I came in here and they told me, you know, th they're well-oiled machine. 
our drivers are home every week. They run their 11 hours a day, but they're home every week and most of them every weekend. So I was sitting here like, oh yeah, I can fill your empty trucks tomorrow. If you, you know, you give me a phone and I'll, I'll call. So, uh, they, they wanted, they said, okay, you can fill them, but can you keep them? So they've let me implement quite a bit of programs that, that, that are dear to me, like an EAP program, um, which I'll keep going down the list here, but the EAP program was important to me, uh, through mental health, what people are going through right now. It is a crisis. And, uh, we had a driver that had a, had a problem on a Friday night and he called me and, and it was a big problem. And, uh, I talked to him for about two hours and he says, you know, I want to try that EAP program. And there's a local counselor that I had here that'll do zoom meetings. Um, or uh, phone calls or even in person and uh, I sent her a text and she says I got him in Sunday Sunday morning so two days later when he needed help most he was in and and if we could just help one person for the programs that we implement it's more than enough and we're ha- Stokes pays for that 100% it's available to all of our drivers out on the road um, but so that's why I'm retention and that kind of brought that in. And then back to my philosophy is I would rather have a, a empty truck than the wrong person in the truck. So I'm vetting and I'm very strict and they're very strict. My general manager, Mark Lover, he's always like, you didn't think it'd be this hard, would you? Cause he'll be, I know what he's going to say no to. So, uh, I'm like, man, I have a pile this big of no's. So for some stats for you with your driver reach, you know, um, well, I'll go through my philosophy. I'll help some of your new recruiters out there. I listen more than I talk. If you just go into blah, 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 they've heard it. It's redundant. My first question is, hey, how's it going? And then I go right into, tell me what you're looking for. And I let them talk. And sometimes I'll talk for 10, 15 minutes before I even I just, you know, keep the conversation going. But I'm in my mind, I'm making mental check notes of, is this person a good fit? Are we a good fit for each other? And uh, and then what are you doing now? And then that's kind of how I start to qualify him a little bit. And what have you done in the past? And uh, that way, I'm not wasting any more time or of mine or theirs, because theirs is important too. So uh, empathy is such a big part of recruiting and uh, and retention. If you If you don't have that, what do you really have? I mean, you have to bring that there. Yeah, you're going to struggle. Um, and I think that's why it's so I'm, I've refound my passion for it. And, uh, I'm not in the trucking or the recruiting business. I'm in the people business. And, uh, and that's, that's how we treat them here. I've seen Stokes do things, um, as a whole, all of us here that, that nobody else does. And, and that's why our trucks are full. And that's why we have a waiting list. Well, and I've noticed uh, a significant increase in content too, specifically video. I think I mentioned at the top, you know, uh, looks like you and the team, you know, at Stokes are having a lot of fun. Are you able to share any measurable impact that efforts provided? Are you seeing an improvement in maybe the right type of driver applying or how is that translating or is it yet? Because I know it's relatively new, it seems. Yeah, you know, we, we actually... Last year, Valentine's Day is, if you go back far enough, is when we kind of started 
really trying to build the culture and, and show that in the videos and, and make sure that that came from there was there's funny parts, there's relevant parts with social media, and then there's a connection part. And uh, we, we all kind of brainstorm together. And that's, I usually come up with the, you know, like the truck one of me playing with the trucks that came out the other day. And, and uh, obviously, I'm going to be a leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day because I'm the short guy with the beard. So I get that. <laughs> it's like I'm perfect for that. But but yeah, we've seen we've actually had customers, new customers reach out um, that have seen our social media and they've we look like a good company to work for. And uh, not so not only customers, but drivers all the time. Like this is Jason, Jason from the video. Yeah, the beard. Okay, good. I got the right person. Hey, man, I just want to tell you I'd like blah, 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 blah. And not only is it a great talking point, but people feel like they know me. They, they, and that's huge. Before they even call, they feel like they know me and they know Stokes. And, uh, it, you can't duplicate that or, or it's way worth its way to yep. gold. Yeah. 100% agree. Uh, video certainly helps with that. Conversations like this, when they, you know, get to see and watch, they say, Hey, that seems like somebody I, I can trust or, you know, seems trustworthy. I mean, that's, that's just how that works. And it's, it's, it's powerful. Um, I do want to switch gears back to fitness again, because I, knowing you, I'd like your take on what we as an industry can do better to address the statistic that's just hitting us right between the eyes. And that's the fact that the average life expectancy of a CDL driver is 61 years old. What do you think needs to happen so we can move that needle, you know, closer to the national average, which is like 16 years higher than that? Yeah. You know, Food is the biggest one, um, what they have for options, but, uh, moving your body. Did you know that, um, at the age of 30, your muscle starts to deteriorate and you can put that off until you're like 60, 65, just by lifting weights. And, and that's huge. So one of the things I wanted to implement and they wanted here, like when we we're in interview process is, is a wellness program. So. Um, it's called doable wellness that we've, we've tied to our insurance and, uh, every month they can go and log on and, uh, not only do they get the mental, which is just as important as physical, the EAP is part of that. Um, there's in, in the doable wellness, there's a dinner hub, which gives them dinner ideas and shopping lists. They can add it right to their cart for what things that look good of healthy recipes, stuff that are under 700 calories. Um, and then they get, uh, points each month to get $300 put in their HSA by Stokes. So, um, in order to do that, there's things worth points that they have to get 1200 points. So are they getting seven hours of sleep? Are they drinking, uh, 80 ounces of water? Are they, uh, moving their body three times a week for half an hour. Um, are they meditating? Um, is there stretching yoga that counts as part of it? Uh, cooking the meals. If they cook three meals a week, they get points for it. So all these things that, that, uh, creates a healthy lifestyle and habits, they can get $300 into their HSA for. So, just by getting points for that. And I think 
to get the ball rolling, you almost have to in, incentivize it, you know. But when it's all said and done, uh, thirty six hundred bucks could be in their HSA for who knows what, and that's that's real money. And uh, sometimes people just need to see a pant size lower, or ten minutes more of walking, or a heart rate lower. There's so many non-scale victories that people don't pay attention to uh, that that if they started looking, it, it, it really pays off. Just walking, it's so good for you. 10,000 steps plus. Yeah, just to your point, uh, when you start doing it consistently and you realize, hey, I feel pretty damn good. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's uh, something you should pay attention to because it's, it's real um, and it makes sense. I know we've got enough time for a deeper dive uh, question here. So I am going to go ahead and dive into that. And uh, today's deeper dive question is brought to you by National Transportation Institute. And the question is, we are finally starting to adopt technology to streamline our hiring. What's the best solution for managing the entire process? Now, I'm biased to be to be, you know, (laughs) you know, transparent with my uh, involvement with driver reach, but your thoughts are not necessarily even about that, but just, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What do you think? Well, I'll go to my stats real quick. I have systemize, maximize outreach to qualified candidates, source passive candidates, get direct leads. Uh, direct leads are your best friend. So many people promise so many things out there and they're recycled leads that aren't qualified. Um, and they're a waste of everybody's time. So, uh, you know, the, a big number that I like to say what I've used, and I'll even shamelessly plug you, Jeremy, for driver reach is our conversion rate from application to hire of our direct leads is 15%. Now I'm going to say that I disqualify 60% of those because maybe they don't have two years of experience or they have more moving violations. So that leaves me with 40% that fits. I'm going to disqualify another 10% because all they want is local. So that's leaving me with 30. So that's giving me 50% higher rate of the, the pool that are directly hiring for Stokes Trucking. And they're not being pimped out to anybody else. And they're not being, you know, nobody even knows who these guys are. So I have my own secrets of how I get those direct leads. I pride myself in spending very little and getting very good candidates. And, uh, I do that myself. And when those come in, they're directly people I've talked to, they put in the application. So now I'm hiring 50% of those ones that are qualified to work for us. So I think, uh, you know, once you have that qualified candidate on the phone, ABC, always be closing, work towards orientation date. You know, if, if you're a good fit for each other and that's the other thing, swallow your pride. Don't bring somebody in the door. Um, my retention rate is more important to me than my hire rate. And that needs to be, uh, I would like to see that culture change in this industry too. Yeah. Excellent point. And, uh, and, and well said. Uh, so first of all, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thanks for I having me. I appreciate your constant drive, man. Uh, you are, like I said, you're a beast and, uh, you're, you're, I appreciate <laughs> and, that. I, and I love it. So love your passion for the industry. Uh, keep up the great work. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jeremy. I'll keep growing the, uh, so this is my so beard. It's sober until I qualified for Boston. So that's why I look homeless. <laughs> so I don't need food. 
I just need to qualify for Boston. Well, with all the exercise you do, you probably do need food. You probably need uh, a lot more calories than the average person. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That. And thanks for joining me. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Yeah, you, likewise. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road. Stay tuned for the next episode as guest host Leah Shaver is joined by Avery Vice, Vice President with FTR Transportation Intelligence. And once again, special thanks to the sponsors of the show. We really appreciate you. If you're interested in being a sponsor or joining me for an interview, please email jeremy at takingthehighroad.com. Until next time, thank you for taking the high road.